0: Joey Bosa is back. Let's fucking go. Chargers powder hour episode number 60. Chargers have a big matchup this weekend against the LA Rams, the fight for LA as they call it. And I'm joined here with my coworker, Miles Raruka. I am Colin Appel. How you doing, man? How are we feeling going into this weekend? How uh, How are you doing in general?
1: Dude, I don't – it's
0: gotten to a point in the
1: season I don't really even care about these last two games. Obviously, I mean, we have a lot riding on the line, but we've already clinched. Uh, Big Bear is back in the building. I think I care way more about getting him back than winning these next two games, even though obviously for seeding that's important to us. But just his presence back in that locker room and back out there on the field – You know, in the interview saying he's felt the best that he's felt in years. I think that we're going to see a whole new monster out there. Man, I'm excited to see him out. Will he play this week? I don't know. But that's something that we'll get into, man. But how are you doing, man?
0: I'm doing great, man. Doing great. The new year is almost here. And yes, with with the news of Joey Bosa returning to practice, I am doing great. And I just had to laugh, too. We were talking about this right before we recorded or pressed record. Um, Of course, the news comes like the same day that our last episode comes out where it's pretty much just me talking about how I'm kind of getting concerned that he isn't back yet. So uh, that was great to see that news come out the same day. Um, Really kind of put that to rest for me. So I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Looking forward to this matchup and um, just hoping for another Chargers dub keep it rolling
1: I feel like that's kind of been the name of the game for our podcast is we record and then a few hours later some big news drops I'm pretty sure the Khalil Mack signing we record like the day or a few hours right before that news dropped and there's one there was one other occasion I think it was the Bryce Callahan news that we just happened to be recording like right before the news dropped. so I guess pretty much if you guys want something big to happen in our organization, just hit us up and we'll record and it'll, some good news will come out right after. So.
0: For real, dude, I think the, uh, the Callahan actually happened while we were recording we just never caught it. then we like, as soon as we stopped recording, we were like, you know, chatting it up. And I like looked at my phone and I'm like, wait, what? We got Bryce Callahan. That would have been nice to talk about. Um, So yeah, it's, it does seem to hold some, there's some pattern there. You know, we, like you said, we record and then something big, uh, exciting happens, but yeah, dude, Joey Bosa back. Um, We'll get into the, the Rams preview here in a second, but I just kind of wanted to talk about him for a minute because look, we've, we've been talking about him pretty much this entire season. We've, we've known he's going to come back at some point. Um, Originally it was a eight to 10 week uh, timetable and, we're well past that now. So um, that was pretty much my main cause of cause for concern on the last episode we did, but he's back and dude, this defense is, is going to, Oh man, they're, they're going to just welcome him with open arms and it's going to help the run game. It's going to help the, the pass rush. Obviously Uh, we only got to see a little bit of it with Mac and Bosa before Bosa went down. So dude, this just, moves the stick a lot for this team, especially going into the playoffs. So I am jacked.
1: Yeah, man. It's definitely awesome. It just feels like even outside of Bose, it just feels like everything, especially the last three weeks, is just coming together. Kinda how we've wanted to see it this whole this whole uh season, especially on the defensive side of the ball. You know, offense is a whole different story, but defensively it just seems like right at the right time, right before the playoffs, I've even seeing. I saw a Chiefs fan on my Twitter feed today that says, I don't want to play the Chargers in the postseason after they saw, you know, what this what this unit has been doing over the last three weeks. And now that we're getting Big Bear back, man, it's it's – we're in for a treat, man. We're, it's going to be a fun ride.
0: I think right now to me, Kansas City is kind of like – they're kind of like the Dodgers. And I'm sorry for any of our listeners who are – chargers dodgers fans i fall on the padre side but uh not to spend a whole lot of time talking about these two teams but during the the regular season i mean the padres just could not figure out how to beat the dodgers i mean they dodgers had their number they kind of big brothered them all year they bullied them um, in the same division both competing for a division title and it kind of feels pretty similar with the chiefs uh on the charger side i mean look couple close games, couple losses, uh not being able to really put them away at times when they had the opportunity opportunity to do so. Um but it's also really hard to beat a team 3 times. And especially a team that you know so well um in the division. I mean, it just kind of feels like yeah, if they do meet up in the playoffs, just based off like numbers and stats alone like Chiefs might technically be favorites, but I mean, it's kind of hard not to think the Chargers, you know, third time's the charm, figure them out, and finally, you know, end their season, especially after you haven't been able to beat them all year, to end their season would just be, it would be obviously one of the highlights of the season, but it would just be so, so sweet.
1: No kidding, man, I I really think Kansas City is kind of one of those teams that, They scare me, but I really want another chance at them because I know, like you mentioned, beating a good team like the Chargers three times in a season, especially with how close those first two games were, which only came down to really one drive or one play towards the end of the game that really decided that kind of game. And with how unhealthy we were, especially the second time against them, and then first time, you know, you had Herbert's cracked ribs. You know, if everything's coming together right now, Fuck, give me Kansas City, dude. Like I'm I honestly wouldn't shy away from a matchup with Kansas City. I think I think it'd be fun. I wanna see yeah. it. I think a lot of people in the around the NFL wanna see it. So
0: Yeah. And honestly, when you think about it, it really dates back to week fifteen of last season. So like it's really trying to beat these guys four times in a row. And yeah, dude, I love what you said about just it seems like when they beat the or when they play the Chiefs, there's at least one thing that just like nothing, nothing can go according to plan for for the Chargers. Whether it's like Donald Parham dropping a touchdown pass and getting hurt, um, you know, going for it on fourth down not making it, uh, turnovers. It just seems like when they, whenever they play the Chiefs, like they just can't seem to have a like a clean game or just have things go their way, uh, for once. So yeah, I, I, I'm really not afraid of the, of the chiefs going into the postseason. Um, and we can talk about that. I'm sure we'll do a playoff preview, uh, episode at some point, but, um, no, I mean, that's, that's a good point of, yeah, you know, trying to beat these guys three times in a row. It's or them trying to beat us. It's, it's going to be tough. So, but anyways, man, let's, uh, Let's focus on the Rams. That's who we have this weekend. It's gonna be a big matchup at SoFi Stadium. Chargers are the home team, which is just I think it's great seeing gonna be able to see like the Chargers bolt center field and uh having SoFi all chargered out. Um against the Rams, I, I don't know. I just think that's a funny, funny thing there. But uh look, this 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 Rams offense, man, they're they're they they figured something out last week, putting up 51 points on the Broncos, especially to a Broncos defense who really hasn't given up a lot of points all year. Um, you know, obviously I think they held us to 19 points, under 20 points when we played them on Monday night earlier in the season. So uh, defense, I think will have some of their work cut out for them. And we were talking on the last episode of, you know, what you were saying. I don't, I'm not sure if they really have a, a strong test left on their schedule with it just being the the Rams and the Broncos. But I think this is going to be a a fairly decent test for this defense. You know, Baker is no scrub. Now he's not Mahomes or Allen or Burrow or any of those guys, but he's not a scrub. He can make throws. Um, They have a couple weapons still out there. And um, Sean McVay, you know, Sean McVay versus Brandon Staley, I think is kind of the marquee matchup going into – this weekend's game the those two minds going back and forth you know Staley obviously coming from McVay's coaching tree so uh, a couple storylines but uh what are you looking forward to most just from this matchup uh in general
1: yeah Rams offense has definitely been kind of turned around since that Baker Mayfield uh signing so I'm I'm just looking forward to seeing what our defense can continue to do over these next, over these last three weeks. You know, I want to, I want to keep seeing that going into the playoffs, especially just giving me some hope going into the playoffs. Um, Obviously I think that's what I'm most looking forward to is watching our defense, but offensively, I just want to see some consistency. You know, that's just kind of been the name of the game for our offense. This whole year has been the lack of consistency of our offense. And I, I really want to see you know some consistency on some drives. I want to see some I want to see a touchdown in the third quarter um come Sunday. I haven't had one of those since week 5. I just I want to see us to be able to consistently move the ball. You know, maybe not necessarily have to score points every single drive, but I want to see us at least, you know, get 20 yards and then we'll have to punt or maybe get into borderline field goal range and then have to come up with a decision on fourth down. I think that's one thing I'm really looking forward to seeing, and that's going to be one thing that, especially for our fan base, is going to give us some hope kind of going into the playoffs because we're we're one puzzle piece away from being a legit contender right now, and it's all on that offensive side of the ball. It's all about offensive consistencies. So, you know, if we can just see a little of something, just a little bit of a spark on the offensive side of the ball, then I think that's really going to get some of our morale up uh, heading into –
0: week 18 and then into the playoffs? 100%. And I think to to kind of add on to that too, it is important because right now the defense is playing lights out and, you know, there's, there's been less pressure on the offense to have to go down and score the last couple weeks, but you know, what's going to happen if, and when the defense isn't playing their best and you know they find themselves in a shootout and in the offense does have to score to keep up and and you know hopefully try to win the game so yeah i i think you know i like most people and yourself included want to see the offense get going um and there's no excuse anymore daniel popper you know highlighted that in, in one of his articles this week uh there's no excuse you know you can't use the the injury excuse anymore. I mean, they have pretty much 95% of their offense healthy and out there. So they have to find a way to, to scheme better for Herbert, you know, get him on the run, get guys down the field, some crossers, some play actions, bootlegs, rollouts. Um, And honestly, like I haven't been too impressed with, well, I mean, it's really been all season, but just the run game, like, anything to take some pressure off Justin Herbert, you know, the, the backs are running it well. And I just feel like at times we completely abandon that, that part of the, the offense and we're just so predictable. So I don't know, hopefully Joe Lombardi can scheme up something good this week and it would be nice to score, you know, 30 plus points for, for a change.
1: No kidding, dude. Uh, yeah. Run games definitely been something that, You know, pass game, I think, especially when you have Justin Herbert quarterback, you really just think, well, they can just afford to throw the ball. You know, we saw 50 pass attempts against Miami. But like Brandon Staley's mentioned before, running the ball is just kind of a physical aspect of the game just to kind of wear down an opponent enough to they get tired or, you know, they get a little bit banged up. They're not 100 percent. And that's just kind of been one thing that we've been missing in this offense. Our offense is just far too one dimensional right now. Uh we we kinda we get little glimmers every now and then. We had one drive last week against Indianapolis that we ran the ball pretty decent. Obviously both of our touchdowns in that game were like three and one yard runs. Uh so you know I think running the ball is gonna be something that we're gonna have to improve against. And I would have to look at the numbers. I don't know what the Rams are looking like against the run. Obviously Aaron Donald is still out for them, so that's gotta play well in our favor Uh, but running the ball has got to be kind of our name of the game got to be something that we've got to lean towards especially in these next two weeks you know just if we can get a little bit of mojo on the run on on the ground running the ball then that's that's going to take this team up a notch when it comes to what kind of caliber of a team they are going into the
0: playoffs yeah definitely man and uh I think it's a good time to transition into the injury report because you mentioned Aaron Donald he's still not practicing did not practice Wednesday or Thursday Um, he's dealing with an ankle issue still so that is great news for Charger fans Um, because I mean I think Aaron Donald personally I think he's the best player in the world in the league um, at any position and I know I mean I'm sure some other people would probably agree with that but I just think he's a game record man. Like for him not to be, uh, you know, in the middle there, it's huge. So no, no Aaron Donald. Also, I mean, just going down the list here, Marquise Copeland limited, Brian Allen, their center did not practice. That could be something to keep an eye on. Uh, Leonard Floyd did not practice, although they're saying it's for rest. Uh, Greg Gaines, shoulder, did not practice. Tyler Higbee, limited. Traven Howard, limited. So, look, the Rams are still banged up. They they have a lot of guys missing. Um, They still have some guys out there, obviously. Um, So, it's going to be... I think it's going to be a close game. I'm not going to give my prediction away yet, but, I mean, just looking at their offense from last week and, and how they move the ball. Um I hope I hope this doesn't turn into a, a track meet or a a shootout because I don't know if our offense is equipped yet to to put up 40 points, 35 plus in a shootout. So we'll see.
1: Yeah, I again we'll get into our predictions, but I don't expect Aaron Donald to go. He's been out the last, I want to say, like four weeks. At this point, kind of doesn't make sense for the Rams to play him when they have absolutely nothing to play for for this season. Um, Notable names not on the injury report. That When I think of the Rams, you know, I think of obviously Matt Stafford has been shut down for the year. Uh, So Baker Mayfield, it's Baker Mayfield's team now. And Cooper Cup, I think, is the big one. Um, You know, there was a chance when Cooper Cup went down with that ankle injury that. This was kind of going to be his time to be activated off the IR. I haven't seen anything about him being activated off IR before, prior to this week's game. Wouldn't expect to see him out there. Again, Rams are have nope. four wins on the season. They're playing for nothing. bunch of these bunch of their good players are pretty much just going to get shut down for the year. Um, but on our side of the ball, you know. Um, yeah, that's a good point. On our side of the ball, Derwin James was limited yesterday with a concussion Austin Eckler limited with a knee Horvath was limited with an ankle and SJD and Trey Pipkins both were full with a back and a knee respectively um you know I I think especially like on Austin Eckler as we were just talking about the run game um you know limited both days that's that's kind of one of those injuries him and Derwin are kind of those injuries that it's like if they don't play this week, I'm not going to really bat an eye. I'm just going to think, you know, we don't want our guys banged up going into yeah. the playoffs, you know, especially if they're just dealing with something minor. Why why risk making it worse when we've already clinched the playoff spot and we're playing against the 4-10 and 10 Rams and then the 4-10 and 10 Broncos these last two weeks, you know. If, so if we don't see them this week, I'm not really yeah. going to be overly concerned. Hey, look. And, especially, and especially the thing with Austin Eckler is I like how – you know, that's going to give Kelly and Spiller some more opportunities to kind of get some mojo going into the playoffs. You know, we, we've tried to incorporate them into the run game quite a bit this season. And so far, they just haven't been getting the touches or really getting going necessarily on the run game like we wanted to see them. So if Austin Eckler can't play, you know, that's not necessarily a bad thing for this team.
0: Yeah, and we don't know the severity of – the the injury, but yeah, just seeing him pop up on the report is something to note, and yeah, it's, it's interesting. I mean, I think this game will determine a lot of maybe how they approach Week 18 with some guys because um, I think I read that maybe, if, maybe they have to win one more, but I, I don't think they can fall to the seventh seed. I think they're at least locked into the sixth, could potentially... If, move up to the fifth. But I
1: believe if the if the Dolphins, it's either
0: six seed, or five seed right now.
1: If the Dolphins win out and we lose out, the Dolphins, I believe, would take the six over us. But I think I believe. Okay, so we
0: still can be the seventh seed. If, so
1: it's a stretch, especially because I know yeah, the Dolphins if, finish built or they finish with two pretty tough games with no Tua. So that would be a stretch.
0: Yeah. Yeah. At this point, I kind of want them to make the playoffs now without Tula. So then you can use the argument that it wasn't even him.
1: That was mid.
0: (laughs) I mean, it was for majority of the year, but it also, how much of it has just been, you know, they have a good defense, they have a good offense, so just a good team. But yeah, we'll see. I mean, so there is still a way that we could slip to the seventh seed. So yeah, man, if they win this one, I mean, I'm not saying that they're going to rest guys next week, but... Um, maybe certain guys, if they're banged up, it's not, you know, there's no sense of urgency to play them. So maybe we see something like that, but yeah, you know, I hope the, uh, hope they're resting up and I hope, you know, we see all those guys that we talked about on the field on Sunday. So moving on from the injury report, let's go to, let's talk keys to the game keys to victory for, for the bolts. What do they have to do uh, on offense, defense, or whatever special teams, get crazy with it here. Um what are your keys to the game for for the Chargers this Sunday?
1: I sound like a broke. I'm pretty sure all of my keys at this point in the season I've already used at least once. Um
0: but um
1: <laughs> at this point well, it's,
0: it's tough to get creative. I haven't been able to yeah. do it. So it, I mean,
1: it depends on the game, but um yeah, it's tough to get creative sometimes, especially this late in the season. But uh so Chargers versus Rams, my keys to the game. Uh defensive side of the ball is where I'm going to start. Uh, pass rush. Obviously, we've seen what Baker has been able to do over these last few weeks. Um, I watched that game on Christmas. It was an absolutely brutal game to watch because it was just an absolute slaughter fest of the Rams versus yeah. Broncos. And Broncos, especially with how good their defense has been this year, just was not able to get after Baker whatsoever. Um, you know, our, our defense put up seven sacks last week. Um, I expect a lot of the same, especially if we see Joey Bosa back who by the way I would believe he would be on a snap count. Uh what do you I would I would guess he's going to be on a snap count especially cuz I'm sure his conditioning's probably down right now and obviously we want to avoid any setbacks um but pass rush is huge. Our unit our whole front unit of the line with Joey Bosa back is going to be 100% healthy. Well, on the outside at least we're still missing some interior guys, but uh, yep. For the most part, should be pretty healthy. So I'm expecting us to get after Baker quite a bit. Uh, winning the turnover battles, obviously huge as well. Saw what happens against the Colts when that happens. Uh, we had one one turnover to their three, including a turnover on downs for them. So winning turnover battle, I think that can be said in really any game, is just absolutely massive. Let's force Baker into his old ways into the Carolina Baker that we saw, into the latter part of his Browns career. Um, You know, they have a lot of – they have a really lack of weapons in that receiving room. You know, when Ben Skorarnik is one of your best receivers and Tyler Higby is your tight end, you know, I think that when it's two – when two white dudes are your two best pass catchers right now, you know, I think that we can can make some things happen there um, in the turnover battle. And that 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 goes for us as well. You know, we got to protect the ball on our side. You know, Justin Herbert, three picks, no turnovers in his last two games. That's just kind of an unheard of stat line for him. But you know, our defense has just been balling out so much that we can afford we can afford a turnover to a game probably at this point. And then finally, third quarter scoring, dude. I want to see it this week. You know, if if we go into the postseason without a third quarter touchdown since week five, I'm not gonna have. I'm pretty much our first playoff game. I'm gonna turn off the game when it gets to the third quarter and turn it back on when the fourth quarter starts. Because at this point, from a fan's perspective, when we're getting the ball in the third quarter, it's like, all right, well, who knows, maybe we'll get lucky and get three out of this. But we know damn well that we are not scoring a touchdown on this drive because we just have this vendetta over our head against scoring in the third quarter. Uh, But So third quarter scoring, for me, is massive. And just offensive consistencies in general, I just want to see us be able to move the ball, you know, let's get rid of some of those three and outs. We've got to be one of the top teams in three and outs over the last few weeks in the league. I I want to see a big limit on three and outs um, after this game.
0: So that's what I got. Great man. Great keys. And you only sound like a broken record because the chargers just continue to not do what you tell them to do. If they do it, you tell them to do then they'll just win like it's that simple you know so it's really it's not your fault is what i'm trying to say i appreciate that um thank you no man i so for me i think the big one is and it's it's probably a big key for a lot of people and it's joey bosa um it does sound like he will be on the field um probably on a pitch count so you're you're probably right on that um bosa yesterday on, on the possibility of playing this week for the rams says I'm going to take it one day at a time and let the coaches decide on that. But, yeah, I think I'm feeling really good, and I kind of made it a point to not come back until I felt confident in myself and being able to uh, perform in a game. So that sounds promising. Like, he's not even on the injury report at all. Um, He's full – I mean, maybe not full go yet just because he might be on a a pitch count, but it sounds like he's going to play. And just the presence of having a guy out there, I mean – he may not even, you know, record, a, a meaningful stat, you know, it could be a pretty empty stat line for him, but still just the presence of him being out there, juicing the, the guys up, you know, that energy is, is back up again. And, um, who knows, maybe he does look like vintage Joey Bosa, you know, uh, maybe he doesn't skip a beat and he's just back out there terrorizing quarterback. So either way, that's a key key for the game. Uh, for me, it's just having him back and and uh, out there is going to be huge. So definitely. Joey Bosa coming back, big key, and yeah, man the 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 next one for me is definitely. I mean, you got to look, you have to look at the offense and say, you, something has to change in the next couple of weeks. Um, you know, scripting for the second half has to be better coming out of halftime. Um, you know, it seems like. There's not, not only do they not score in the third quarter, they, they three out or they don't even get anything started. And um, the third quarter just kind of, you know, next thing, you know, it's like, Oh shit, here we are in the fourth again. And no, no third quarter touchdown. So I'm right there with you on the offensive consistency. I think if they can find out, if they can find a way to run the ball better and more, cons- uh, more consistent, it opens up this offense. I feel like for, for Joe Lombardi, I mean, if they're gonna, if they want to play the the short, you know, slant stick game, uh, you know, halfback checkdowns, like you have to have a running game to open up that stuff for you. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna check down on, you know, second down, third down, at least let it be a, a third and three, or a third and two instead of a third and seven or a third and eight. Um, just staying ahead of the sticks is really would be huge for this offense. So staying ahead of the sticks, offensive consistency, whatever you want to call it, incorporating the run game. I mean, those are kind of all mashed into one for me. So, and then honestly, the, the, the last one is what I mentioned earlier, and it's Brandon Staley versus Sean McVay, you know, the, the cat and mouse, the chess game, that's going to be playing on the field on Sunday. Um, That's to me, that's a a bigger storyline than, than most is just watching that that matchup and seeing how these two two guys kind of go at each other. So I hope Brandon Staley has his best on Sunday because look, like, Sean McVay doesn't matter who he has out there. Like he he can he can outcoach you and he can outscheme you if if you're not prepared for it, prepared for it. So those are my three keys.
1: Yeah, dude, and I think it's another storyline with the Sean. McVay Brandon Staley's Brandon Staley coached under Sean McVeigh before obviously we acquired him as our head coach you know he was DC on the Rams so this is going to be his first time to really get revenge on his old organization so that's 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 kind of cool but I want to backtrack real quick um talk about the Joey Bosa injury just a little bit more I loved I watched his whole press conference uh, Popper had it in his uh hops with Pop and um some of his takeaways after the game on the Athletic. Uh, just how open and honest Joey Bosa was about his injury. You know, he had, he had kind of talked about how his groin had kind of been a problem. I believe it was his right side had been a problem with him for the last like two seasons. And that really led to him on the field, you know, having to lean towards more of that left side. And inevitably if you lean too much on one side, it's something's going to happen. And that left side happened to tear. And, you know, he had that foot injury back in 2018 and, he kind of talked about uh, rehabbing on that versus rehabbing with this. You know, he talked about 2018. He felt like he kind of rushed himself back. And this year he really took the initiative to say, you know, I don't want to be back on the field until I know I could be my full playing self. And I think these last two, well, three and a half months of him just being out for us is going to end up being just a really good thing. I know from a fan's perspective, we were kind of really getting impatient, like, well, when are we going to see him? You know, we're getting no updates from anyone. And honestly, that's, that's all on Joe. That was all on Joey's shoulders. You know, that was him really thinking to himself, I want to be the best version of myself that I can be out on the field. So I'm really going to take my time with this recovery process. And, you know, he even mentioned he's, he's a whole new beast. Now he's, it's going to be a whole new Joey Bosa. He said he hasn't felt this good in years. And, I think that you know we we've awakened a giant, um, and you know him and Khalil Mack. I think Man, I even Joey it. Bosa's presence going to open things yeah. up for Khalil Mack and other pass rushers just that much more. You know, you're not going to be able to double one of them. Somebody's going to be on an island out there, and then who knows who's going to exactly. get home? I'm I'm really excited to see him back out there.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm so glad you brought that up because that is exactly what I was just thinking and was about to bring up so dude yeah you you hit the nail on the head man like the last couple weeks where you know there was a lot of speculation of when's he coming back when's he coming back and people like me getting concerned and frustrated that he he wasn't back already and it really just boiled down to I think the whole time yeah you're right Joey had Joey was the one that was going to give himself the green light could he have done it probably a week or two weeks ago yeah they probably could have Activated him off the IR, you know, a week or 10 days ago, um, but he didn't want to, you know, he, he wanted to come back when he, he wanted to come back and be able to jump right back into it, not have to come back and, and figure out, okay, well we have this three week window where we can, you don't count towards the 52 man roster, 53 man roster, but you know, we'll take it day by day. No, like he just wanted to come back when he was feeling hundred percent, got everything cleared up. Um, which yeah, I mean, we didn't I didn't know about his groin issue. I don't think a lot of people did, but um, yeah, man, it, it's I'm I'm so excited to see him out there and, and also what you said about just his presence alone, they it it does stuff to opposing offenses that, you know, it just we haven't had that that presence for majority of the season. So it's huge, man. It's huge. Uh I'm excited to see him back out there and and um, excited to see how this defense continues to improve with him back out there.
1: No kidding, dude. I, I just think it's, it's such, it's so perfect. I sound like a broken record again, but just how this defense is playing and now we're getting back, arguably our best player on that defense. Like it's, I don't know. I don't, I don't think teams, I yep. don't think teams want to play us right now in the playoffs. I think a lot of I think if you were to ask Cincinnati fans or Chiefs fans or Bills fans, like who do you really not want to play right now? I think the Chargers are one of the first teams to come to mind just because of that defense. And then obviously offense has not been what we've wanted this year, but when you have a guy like Justin Herbert at the helm, really anything is possible. So I guess we'll see.
0: Yep. Yeah, man, we will. it'll It'll be a fun game to watch on Sunday. I'm looking forward to it. But let's move on forward to bold predictions. Now, we didn't record a preview episode last week for the Colts game because we were were both back in town doing holiday stuff with our families and just didn't have the time to do it. But you hit your bold prediction because we did make bold predictions the day of the game. Uh, So you hit yours last week. I did not. But what is your bold prediction this week? And how are you do, do you think it'll come true? How are you feeling towards it?
1: Yeah, last week I hit I'm up to two and a half on the year what are you, are you at three now on the year?
0: Yeah, I'm trying to remember what mine were. I know I had Xander Horvath touchdown just such a that was one of them Look, I think I had Eckler Eckler rushing for 150 the game that he had like 170 something. Or over a hundred, or was something crazy like that. Yeah. And then the last, there was one more that I hit. I think it was a. Oh, it was holding the Dolphins under twenty-five. Yeah. We did that.
1: So I I've hit my first one was I think I went four sacks on the first week, and then I hit turnovers last week, and then I got a half point because I predicted a three fifty and three touchdowns for Justin Herbert against the Dolphins got the 350 did not get the touchdowns so I'm giving myself a little bit of credit for that one but yep. you know I, I it feels like the defense is not steering me wrong on my bull predictions so far this season um I feel like that's the name of the game so I think that this defense is really gonna come out absolutely tenacious I think that's the proper use of that word um come this weekend um you know, I'm going to go – I'm going to go – I went turnovers last week. I'm going to go sacks again this week, you know, coming off a seven-sack performance against the Colts.
0: Damn it, I was going to go sacks, you bastard.
1: Well, then you should have went first. But I'm going to go – I'm going to go force – I'm going to go at least four sacks for this defense come Sunday. That's what I'm going to go with. Just because – just I at like the it, level that's – going to say in,
0: five, but I like it. Just like the level that I'm go...
1: playing with right now, uh, Joey Bosa possibly coming back. I think he will play if – if I were to put money on it, I think he will play on somewhat of a snap count. But um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go four sacks for this defense. Do, will Joey Bosa get one? I don't know. Uh, that's up in the air, just because I don't know how many snaps he'll play. But I'm going to go four sacks.
0: So sorry to steal you. I like run, it, but I like it. I was thinking five, but uh, no four. I mean, shit, Khalil Mack can get a couple by himself. You can get one from Van Noy, one from maybe Morgan Fox. It's doable. It's, it's doable. I like it. Um, my bold prediction for this week: I'm gonna swing it over to the other side of the ball. We're gonna talk offense, and we're we're gonna talk scoring touchdowns in the third quarter. I knew That's what you were gonna and, do, this. dude. This might just have to be my. This might just have to be my bold prediction until it fucking happens. If anyone's <laughs> like, not listening, until this, it comes through and I hit on it, like if there was a non-Chargers fan listening to this podcast and you're like scoring a third quarter touchdown, that's not
1: that bold. You have not watched enough Chargers football, my friend. So,
0: ten straight weeks, ten straight weeks without a touchdown in the third quarter—it is ludicrous.
1: One hundred percent is so you, you're predicting a touchdown in it's the malpractice.
0: Quarter? It's it's offensive malpractice. It really is. It's, It's, Yeah, it's ridiculous, man. So, like, I I don't care how they get it. I don't even care. Look, I'm not even actually – no, no, no. I'm not specifically leaving it to the offense. Any way they can get it. If it's a special teams touchdown, if it's a pick six, a scoop and score, blocked punt taken back, I don't care. It doesn't even have to be the offense. Let's score a touchdown as a team in the third quarter on Sunday. like it and honestly i think that would be hilarious if we do finally score and it's not even the offense like that would be chargers football right
1: there yeah it's probably going to be like a blocked punt or something like it's going to be no this is what's going to happen we're going to get a blocked punt and we're not going to score on the block punt we're going to get it down to the five and we're going to have to settle for a field goal (laughs) or we're going to go for it on fourth down and not get it that's exactly (laughs) what's gonna happen like we're just cursed but
0: yeah, yeah. I, I hope I hope that's right, man. Fourth and goal from the two. Staley's like fuck it, and then it's yeah, a, it's it's we'll a see, man, back, but a it shouldn't. <laughs> so yeah, it's oh man. So that that's my bull prediction. Um, hopefully it comes comes through. That would put me at number four for the season. So uh, let's see if I can hit these last two weeks and and go five, crack five on the year. With uh, bold predictions,
1: I'm just trying to catch up to you at this point. So if if I can if I can get there, I'll be happy, man. It can uh, happen. I guess with that, let's get into score predictions, man. I'll let you I'll let you go first. I went first on the bold predictions, so I'll let you go first on score predictions.
0: Let's do it, man. Um, as much as I'd want to say this offense finally breaks out, um, I still don't think they score thirty plus. You know, looking at the last pretty much month of football um they've only scored above 25 once and that was or no excuse me uh they haven't scored above 25 since the cardinals game 25 24 um so i'm just i just don't have a whole lot of i don't want to say faith but just maybe trust is the better word right now for the offense to put up 30 so you know i could see them around 24 27 if uh if they kind of put it all together which means you know this defense is going to have to step up once again, and cool cool down an offense that just went ballistic last week. So I am taking wink wink the Rams over the Chargers, and I think it's going to be a close game. Um, look, even this last week's game at Indy, twenty to three, not not that close on paper, but it, it was pretty pretty close eh. throughout most of the game, and that's eh. just
1: eh.
0: like. We've talked about this team and, and how they're resilient. What are you saying? Uh, I was,
1: I was going to say, I don't think that game Monday night was ever really close. I mean, but it's
0: all right. I mean, it kind of was in the sense like they, they kind of let them hang around. Like, for, the, for most of the game, it was a 10-point game. That's not like – now, granted, maybe how the Colts were moving the ball, it felt like That's... more than 10 points. Yeah. But – I don't know, like, it really wasn't, like, I mean, there were times where, like, we would, you know, we would have a negative play, and it's like, oh shit, like, they can go down and, like, just they're one touchdown away from being right back in it, so. um, But, yeah, no, I, I think, you know, we talked about it, too, like, the resilience of this team, that's kind of their ident- identity. So just playing in close games kind of seems like their their niche. So I'm taking the Rams, wink, wink, Uh, 24 to 19.
1: I like it. Twenty-four, nineteen. That was final score of the Raiders game earlier this season. Um,
0: I was hoping hoping you'd catch that. So,
1: yep. I yes, sir. You. I got you. So, I'm. Um, I don't think that this game is going to be as close as you think it's going to be. Um, I just think that with our how our defense is playing right now, offensively, we're still going to. I think we're still going to have our struggles. Um, I'm honestly at this point, I'm just hoping to see a Justin Herbert touchdown pass. Um, it's kind of been a while since we've seen one of those. Um, but I'm going to go wink, wink. I'm going to go 23 to 10 Rams. I, I just think that it's kind of going to be similar to the Colts game. And then, you know, maybe maybe it's like 10 to 17 at halftime. And then we score two field goals and hold them to nothing in the second half. Uh, so I'm going to go 23 to 10 Rams. Wink, wink and for you for those of you guys that don't know what wink wink means on our score predictions go check back a few episodes and just see how our score predictions have gone over the last few weeks and you'll get it so so yeah that's what i'm going with yeah
0: um we have successfully reversed reverse psychology the uh the last three games last three picks so it's pretty much all on us at this point we're we're helping this team win games.
1: We won a Super Bowl. Um, a no, like
0: I mean, that's, like, it It could very well be a 23 to, to 10 type of game. Um I just think that, I mean, like, it would be a great, even, like, more great signs from this defense if they're able to, you know, take an offense last week that scored 51 points um, and hold them to, you know, to 10 points or less. I think that would be... Another huge test that they passed. Um, but just looking at the game last week, I mean, the, the Rams put up... What's well, their total yardage here real quick? Um, here we go. Team stats. They had 20, The Rams had 26 first downs. Holy shit. Um, they had 230 yards passing and 158 yards rushing. So... I don't know. I, I think this offense is at least they're, they're figuring something out. And Sean McVay, he's been able to, you know, help this help this offense um, without a lot of their their weapons. So we'll see. I think 2310 is bold, but uh, I like it, man. I guess. Shout out thinking. to that defense.
1: Yeah, that's I'm just kind of hoping that we can see some defense. The defense have we've been seeing the last few weeks. So that's kind of what I'm banking on.
0: Yeah, man, good stuff. Charger, Chargers, Rams, Sunday 325 or 305, one of those windows at SoFi Stadium, uh taking on the Rams. Gonna be a huge game. Chargers are already in the playoffs, so we have that monkey off our back. But hey, look, it's it's still the fight for LA. There's a lot of pride on, on the line between these two teams trying to, you know, the Rams struck first. They won the Super Bowl last year and, and kind of got an edge on the on the city and the fan base there. But Chargers, they're in the playoffs. You know, they're the winning team this year year in LA. They have an all-star quarterback, and it just seems like slowly but surely it's kind of turning into a charger. And I don't I don't want to say Charger Town yet. I think that's still kind of bold to say, but uh it's been really fun to watch this fan base really kind of grow, especially inside, inside SoFi, you know, it's, it's been noticeable over the last season or two. Um, so fight for LA is huge. And anytime you can have bragging rights over your, uh, I don't know, call it step brother, It's, it's good. It's nice.
1: That right there, ladies and gentlemen, is the Justin Herbert effect in fold display. So it'll be interesting to see what team fills out. SoFi. file. Yes, a little sir come Sunday, but yeah, man, I think, I think the tides are changing for who is the team in LA.
0: So I guess we'll see. Hey, totally kind of out of nowhere, but I had thought of this question last night when I was scrolling on social media and I just wanted to get your take on it because I saw something that actually made me think a little bit and it was just a really interesting take. If the Chargers were to go on a run and win the Super Bowl this year, is that enough to keep Joe Lombardi's job? Or would you be so high off a Super Bowl win that you wouldn't even fucking care? You know, like fuck it, bring him back. I don't care. We got one.
1: Yeah, that might be that. That sounds like me. I honestly, basically, well, I would have to take some time to just kind of like settle down because, like, if we win a Super Bowl, dude, I'm gonna be like jacked up for a few months. And then I'm going to have to take some time to be like, okay, now let's figure out what we need to do to keep this thing going. Um, so that's a good question, but I don't think it wouldn't justify it for me. Would, like, it basically, it, would it justify it for the organization? That is something that I would hope not, but it's something I could see happening.
0: Yeah, basically, is there anything that he could do to, to save his job at this point, including winning this fucking Super Bowl. But I could also see them winning the Super Bowl and it totally not being because of the offense. <laughs> like, this defense just goes on a, a historic tear and puts together, like, four of the best playoff games back-to-back-to-back, to back to back. and it's all all Staley in defense and, you know, Justin Herbert still, but I could see that also being how they get it done if they if they were to get it done, so... Uh, no, I just I saw that, and I'm like, huh, that's interesting. I want to get uh, Miles' take on that. So let's say uh, I, I think I'd have to agree with you in, in saying that. I think I would still be like, all right, we won one, but if we're serious about repeating, we still have to get a better offense coordinator. Yeah. No, I think pretty
1: much for me, let's say the offense goes out, one, we win four games in the playoffs, and we put up 35-plus in all four games. Then maybe I would be like, you know, I can understand it, but still at the end of the day, after just the frustrations that we've seen this whole season, it I don't it, it would take a lot for me to justify that decision. So yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm right there with you. Awesome. Cool man. Anything else you wanna add on here, promote, throw on? Um
1: shout out Joey Bosa. That's all I got.
0: Shout out Joey Bosa, and I don't think I didn't give I didn't give your family a shout out on the last episode, but shout out to the Raruka fam for hosting me to watch the Chargers beat the Colts the other night. Great sliders, dude. Great buffalo chicken dip. Good stuff, dude. Cold beer. It was and, uh, and, and good company. Maybe, so maybe shout many, out to maybe the too Rurkas. many cold
1: beers, but that is besides the point. We had a reason to say A couple
0: too many, yeah. That's all right though. we're we're alive good stuff man well let's go ahead and get out of here uh go chargers go beat the rams this week and make sure you guys are following us on social media on twitter and instagram at powder hour pod la for all the latest news and updates about the podcast bolt up